You're listening to episode number 291 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, you can get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360Vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. So I have to let everybody know about a book that I just recently discussed. It just came out. It's called Above Them All, The Story of the Landmark. This is the best storytelling I've this so here's the here's the biggest compliment I could give it this is how I would write a book actually this is better than how I would write a book I I, I would write it, it, it it's, it's amazing is where I'm going with this <laughs> I, I it's so good I read it cover to cover it's got phenomenal pictures in it it does a really good job of telling chronological story it, this guy is is a guy who grew up around Vegas and for some reason was just drawn to the landmark and just loved it as a kid and felt like nobody had done it justice by telling its story. So he then decided to do the research. And this, like all the effort this guy put into this, talking to former employees, newspaper articles, like 300 and some references, it's, it's super impressive. I cannot recommend this enough. Huh. It was that quite, sounds cool. It was quite the page turner. Mark Mark st- started reading it and didn't stop. So. Yeah, I read the whole thing cover to cover. It seems oh, like wow. it's so good. I mean, it's not wow. a big giant book. It's it's kind of more like a uh, I don't know what we, what would you call it one of the one of those big uh, color photo uh, books. Coffee table book. Yeah, I think that's what I think that's what it is. It's like, it's like there's there's more words than a typical coffee table book because a coffee table book normally has just more pictures than anything else. Right. Yeah. 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 It's it's like a hybrid. <laughs> <laughs> Hybrid book, coffee table book. <laughs> Otherwise known as a book. <laughs> a large format book. Oh, that's awesome. Well, good. I'll, um, I will add that to my uh, Amazon wish list that I need to uh, pick up. I'm still working slowly, working my way through that jackpot book that you'd referenced as it related to uh, Harris and whatnot. So. Yeah. Uh, but if you recommend it, and and you recommend Jackpot, and I've loved it, so uh, it's it's got to be a good one, no doubt. Yeah. Um, how about we talk about Random Vegas? Oh, are you gonna do? Whoa. Let's start the show. I, yeah, I probably should. <laughs> let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Actually, that didn't that sound abrupt? Like I'm thinking about the way that we talked, and all of a sudden he would go, "Let's start the show." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hey, Tony, let me tell you this interesting thing. Cool, Mark. 
Let's start the show. <laughs> yeah, Mark. We'll leave that to your skills in editing to clean that all up. Yeah, good luck. I'm just going to have to leave everything I just did in there to explain <laughs> it. All right, Random Vegas. All the custom videos advertising the rebranded name, The Strat, have something gold in them. A callback to their new owners, Golden Entertainment. We got that from at Vital Vegas. I'm not sure if he only meant in the advertisements that they show on, on like their, their internal advertisements or all commercials and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but there you go. It was, was funny when that, that commercial came on in the Super Bowl. I was like, hold on, Mark, you got to come see it. Because all of a sudden I just saw these buildings imploding. And Mark, Mark, so I, you know, thank God for DVR. You paused it and rewind it to the beginning. And as soon as the first building starts coming down, Mark goes, that's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, no, hold on, just watch it. it was, I thought it was cool, all the, you know, historical yeah. things. And his, his first reaction was, that's not funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't amused. I was like, hey, Stratosphere, hey. You don't fucking trade. You don't walk on the corpses of, of Legends Past to advertise <laughs> your fucking rebranding. <laughs> How dare you, Stratosphere? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do and if I ever become a, 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 a pop uh, musician. I'll just like show all sorts of videos of dead singers, and then I'll be like, and then I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> it was a long way to get to it. I'm still here. stupid joke. <laughs> all right, let's talk about the twit pick of the week. There isn't enough massive signage at the street level. Like signage so close you could jump up and touch it with your hands. Then again, I imagine that's exactly why you can't find signage you can touch anymore. While neon lights don't get hot, they weren't the only source of exterior illumination utilized in the Fremont signs of yesteryear, shared this week by at Tony Ilya. Flashing light bulbs do get hot. And while I think the generations of the last 40 years have cornered the market on lawsuits resulting from being stupid, just like sex, recent generations didn't invent stupid. Signs like these are the reason why I visit the Neon Museum so often. There's something about being surrounded by massive signage that reminds me just how small and insignificant I am in the grand scheme of things. And yet, all those signs were made by people. So maybe we are a little bit bigger than that. That was deep, dude. <laughs> I know. I know. No, it was a good picture. That's in it me. Was, it, it, <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Oh, it it was it's a very cool picture and it makes me very much miss the yesteryear of of Las Vegas and in particular downtown. That was that would have been so cool to have gotten to walk and you know have your picture taken in front of. It's a great picture. But by the way, that Tony Ilya guy's kind of a BFD. I guess he's the spokesperson for the uh, uh, Nevada Department of Transportation. Yep. I know him. I've talked to him before. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that I have anything else to contribute. I, it was. It was. You never. Do. It was a cool, You no, never do. That is not true. You seldom do. Seldom. Still do. not true. It was a cool picture. I don't necessarily know how your monologue tied in with it, but your monologue, as always, was entertaining and funny, and the picture is a cool picture. Your cadence is that of someone mocking me. <laughs> you know. And I don't like. If it. I was mocking you. <laughs> Is that sarcasm? Yeah, and I'm laying it on pretty thick. <laughs> that wasn't sarcastic. That was not, I'm telling you, when I want to offend you or mock you, you will know. That was not it. That's fair.
As always, we will link to the photo on our blog, feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Let's get into the news. Well, first up, it's official. It's now called the Strat. Apparently, there will be an official rebranding date that is currently unknown, but in an apparent attempt to take advantage of the estimated 300,000 people watching, the Stratosphere had a couple of commercials run during the Super Bowl advertising their new name, the Strat. Possibly the most memorable is the one titled Strat Rising. It shows multiple properties from Vegas past being imploded followed by an aerial shot of the stratosphere with the tagline, you don't demolish an iconic landmark, you reinvent it. Part of the renovation is said to include new restaurants, sportsbook, gaming floor, and rooms. But from firsthand experience, unless they've turned around most of those changes in the last month, the majority of them are imperceivable to the human eye. Vital Vegas confirmed this week that the new sportsbook is being installed as we speak, so I don't know, maybe they are slow rolling this thing. It's also possible that it's been so long since I went it, to the old stratosphere yeah. that I don't I don't recall what it looked like. So maybe they had some updates and I just I just didn't notice them, or I was unimpressed by. Well, them. we were there for Vegas vacation. I was. Six? We've already talked about. I have no recollection of that Vegas vacation. Oh, well, that's true. So and really, all we did was go in and head to the elevators and go. <laughs> right. Up, so. Yeah. Exactly. They've also renamed the observation tower at the top the Sky Pod. I don't mind that. That makes sense. Why not? I don't like it. Really? No. What was it called before? I don't think it was called anything. Yeah, just the observation. Well, yeah, I, I don't know that they actually had a name for it because you'd say you wanted to go up to the restaurant or you'd go up to the to the, the bar area. Or the attractions. Or the attractions, or yeah. 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 Sky Pod. I don't, the, the whole thing with Pod just makes it sound... I agree. <laughs> okay. New owners, Golden Entertainment, have invested $140 million into these renovations and hope that they will cause the roughly 1 million people who come through the stratosphere to visit the sky pod and then leave to stick around a little longer, get something to eat, maybe play a little. Considering part of that $140 million didn't go to a giant flatbed truck to relocate stratosphere south to the corner of Sahara, it's kind of the only option they have to try and increase revenue. <laughs> the most exciting of the new things at Stratosphere was shared by Vital Vegas. A new attraction is being discussed for the sky pod, a skywalk attraction similar to the one available in the Grand Canyon, a glass-bottomed walkway jetting out from the top of the tower. But at this point, it is just an idea. Lastly, they have a new players' club called True Wards. Called? Called True Rewards. It all kind of ran together, too. (laughs) It's called True Rewards. Yeah, see, that's better. (laughs) In addition to earning points from playing and dining at the Strat, they have partnered with multiple companies to both earn and redeem points with including Vegas local grocery stores, Smith's and Albertsons, Lyft, Carnival, and Norwegian. Norwegian? You're having trouble with with W's today. (laughs) (laughs) Norwegian Cruise Lines, PT's Pubs, and more. Only time will tell if anything Golden Entertainment is doing will attract more people to the property and or get them to stick around a little longer after visiting the Skypod. I'm not surprised by that. 
Like, that's the only reason we've ever gone to Stratosphere in a long time. Hey, yeah. Let's go to the top. Yep. You know, I'll, I remember, you know, I've been in a really one time. I, I don't know that I necessarily count when we did it for Vegas vacation as being there since we did go straight up. I kind of liked the casino. If if the Strat were, you know, in the smack dab middle of the strip, I could see it being a place that I would go to more frequently. But it's just so far out there with nothing else around it that there's no reason to, uh, you know, make a special trip for it to go gamble there. I agree. Unless you plan on going up and, you know, checking out the, the view from from the bar. I agree. It's just too far. Although I've been surprised every time I've driven past it. I'm surprised at the number of pedestrians that are there walking around. Yeah, there are a lot of right. people up north that you're, that I'm always surprised. Like, well, look at all the foot traffic around here. Why are you people here? Right. Like, I don't understand. But why are you not walking faster? Do you not realize what part of town you're in? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, and I don't. Uh, granted, it's always been during the day, so during the day is a little better. You can right. see them coming, so then you know. I, I just honestly, I don't know that I've ever gambled at Strat. I think the only time we've even been in it was to go do the attractions up on top. Right. To do the sky jump. Yeah. And then to for Vegas vacation. Yeah. I, I, I don't know that I've ever been set foot in that casino. I recall wanting to play craps there once, but it, that's it. Like we were there doing something, and while I was like, ooh, I want to play craps, and I just never bothered. Yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, honestly, that is really their only option. You can't relocate it. So no, if you can, I thought if you that can was funny. Like some... flatbed trailer to pick it up and move it down to the corner. Like <laughs> it would fit perfectly where that world's largest gift shop is. That would be a great place for yeah, it. Yeah. And the you know Lucky Dragon just plop it right on top. Right. But uh, yeah, and, and until they do that, uh, this is this is their only shot. I mean, they've got. I mean, it, it is interesting. I'm not surprised that they pull that many people through it. But yeah, it's getting them to stay. And and you do need think about this though. Like SLS, you're not going to SLS if they don't have bizarre meat. You're never stepping foot in no, SLS. I wouldn't. So they need to come up with something like that, something fucking badass, and not at the top. It needs to be just in the casino area. Yeah. Don't put it on the top. They they would benefit from a blue ribbon chicken. I don't think it would. I don't. No? I don't think it would you take think me that's down enough? there. No, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the only other hope too, if, as long as it can hold on long enough for the revitalization that's kind of happening, you know, on Main Street and the Arts District. Well, they're not sort dying. Of they're going to be fine. No, but it, you mean current owners? Yeah, I mean, for it to really be anything, like that whole area has got to clean up before. I know, but it, they've been they've been saying it's going to clean up for a good twenty years now, yeah. twenty five years. Well, there's like I said, there's some good stuff happening north of it in the arts district. It's just got to make its way down. And they hey they they put the new sign in there with the showgirls, so that's an improvement, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you that, go. That was sarcasm. Yeah. Just so yeah, you know, okay. that was mocking. Okay. <laughs> All right, so Binion's has some renovation announcements that they've made. Binion's has two new things coming. They'd like you to know about. First, they plan to open 81 of the 355 rooms closed at the property as a boutique hotel called the Apache Hotel at Binion's. The name is a callback to the property's history as one of the buildings the casino resides in used to be the Apache Hotel. I'm not going to say that this is in response to us repeatedly questioning why they weren't reopening the hotel, but I'd like you all to believe that's the reason and then tell other people as such. According to the RJ, the hotel will feature vintage style furnishing. Fur- God damn it today. 
furnishings. I'm not even fixing it. I'm not doing it. I know, right? Just too excited. (laughs) Twitter paid it. The (laughs) uh, vintage style furnishings reminiscent of the original Hotel Apache that opened in 1932. No word if that simply means the rooms will still have the furniture they had in it when they closed in 2009. (laughs) Also, Binion's is expanding the whiskey liquor bar on the southwest corner of the property. Plans are to add a second-level rotating bar called Whiskey Liquor Up, which then means the other one would be Whiskey Liquor Down. <laughs> liquor Up and Down. Yeah. I like yeah. it. <laughs> well done, Binions. <laughs> Cunnilingus jokes. Well done. <laughs> it will have seating for up to 25, standing room for up to 50, and put patrons at patrons. I always do that. Patreon has ruined me. Patrons, <laughs> yes, I yeah. always read as Patreon. <laughs> And put patrons at eye level behind removable glass with those riding the zip line. Oh, that cool. seems awkward. <laughs> like, what are you guys doing? Hi. Uh, <laughs> He's waved him as they're going by. You guys look stupid. <laughs> you're the fat one, so you're going faster. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> zip, zip, fatty, zip. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be like its own, its new version of Sigma Derby. You start betting on the, the, the come out of the. <laughs> awesome, Karen. How funny. <laughs> I got position number three. Right. <laughs> come will... on, fat ass fly. <laughs> fly, oh, fat ass fly. <laughs> That's a Kevin Smith joke. <laughs> it will take 15 minutes to complete one revolution, and we'll also have a dance floor and mechanical bowl. Presumably on the inside of the property, not part of the rotating area. <laughs> Can you imagine him tossing him out through the open zipline window? <laughs> that's what makes that's what makes the glass go up and down. Like, oh, here comes here the ball. Put it back up. Put it back up. <laughs> Both projects are expected to be completed by this summer. I'm excited to hear that they're coming back with some of their rooms. My guess is this is their really cautious feeler. Like, I got an idea, guys. Why don't we get some vintage shit? We'll clean up like twenty of these rooms and then <laughs> see if anyone gives a shit. So, I I don't know if the article said, and I'm just curious: Are they only so eighty-one rooms out of three fifty? Mm-hmm. Is it only a certain number of floors? Is it only I don't remember it if they have say. more than say. one elevator tower, so it's only one tower versus the other. Like, I'm just curious. Well, remember, as the as restaurant's still active. Right. I just top. I'm just curious as to. How they got to the number 81, which seems like a little bit of an odd number. It's got to be a floor, right? A couple oh. of floors. Yeah. I don't remember. How tall is that tower? I don't know. I know it. it's, I know. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. It's 28 stories. And the reason I know that is because when they announced that they were going to build it, the landmark was uh, was shorter than that. So the landmark revital- or revamped their plans so it would be <laughs> uh, taller. So assuming that what three floors, four floors, or either the casino uh, offices, meeting rooms, whatever, you're probably 25 floors. So at 350 rooms divided by 25, you got roughly. Whoops, not multiply. Sorry, I can't do math in my head. Yeah, it doesn't say what the square footage is uh, for the rooms, and it doesn't say what floors they would be on. And it's roughly 14 floors a room, which doesn't seem like enough. I don't know. I just I'm curious as to. You know how they settled on that number and, and how they're designated. You'd hope, you'd hope they're working on the top floors, right? That's what you'd hope. 
Yeah, because it'd be further away from the noise and a better view. Well, yeah, well, that, that's because what I'm thinking. Honestly, for the if, view. You're, if you're trying a boutique hotel, well, no, but think about it. If you're doing a boutique hotel and you're right down there on Fremont where all these concert things are and stuff, people ain't gonna be able to sleep. Well, and then cranky. wouldn't it wouldn't it be nice with um, with uh, like the bar right up at the top, like you're hanging out eating dinner at the bar and yeah. you just drop down a floor or two, go to your room. I mean, that would make sense. I guess. So I just I'm curious as to how they settled on what they did, and then I'm also curious as to the retro feel vibe and what that's going to look like because is it just okay don't we we don't have to touch anything from where it was we won't renovate it we'll just open a few rooms to see what they say i don't know i mean i'm glad to hear that they're doing something with it because it just seems like such a waste especially when like downtown grand is announcing i know all these people are building more thousand rooms are coming in the next couple years and they're like i don't know we don't think the market's strong enough right (laughs) 88. We'll, we'll bet on 88 rooms. Right. And especially where it's located. I mean, it just, it, it, it makes no sense. It's it's like they don't want to invest in, I mean, obviously this has been closed for 10 years. I can't imagine they kept those rooms up. So, you know. You oh, make, no, I can guarantee they haven't. You've got to make the has effort. Has it really to been that. 10 years? Yeah, they closed in 2009. Holy crap. Yep. Imagine having that asset just sitting there. Yeah, especially you know the economy's bounced back. A long it, time it, ago, I yeah. understand yeah. why they closed it in 2009, but by 2012, 2013, when yeah. things were you know were back and swinging, I, I'm really surprised that they didn't reopen their hotel then. And it, I guess, my point is is to say, how much money does it cost to operate the hotel side that they don't think that it's worth having it back in? play in, in bringing in money. I wonder if it isn't also partly, like, I bet you they laid all that staff off, like of cleaning staff, the hotel staff, like the lots of that. So it's not just, first of all, they're going to have to pay to get all that. Because you have to imagine, you just trash that shit, right? Like the furniture and the bedding in there, it's all fucked. Oh, yeah. You know, probably even the carpet. Any probably have to rip the fucking carpet up. Probably have all to the fixtures and everything is going to have to be Wallpaper's probably fucking jacked, you know, whatever's in there, you're going to have to repaint it. So you're basically completely renovating each room. Yeah. So, but I, I, I completely agree with you. I can't, I, I don't know, I can't wrap my head around it. I'm excited for this uh, whiskey liquor up too. That'll be that'll be a fun place to check out. <laughs> I hope to do that as a uh, as a, a Vegas vacation spot at some point. Yeah. Tony's adding to his wish list, I, I, which means if it's on Tony's list, listeners, it will show up at some point. <laughs> uh, I, I I intend to repeatedly go to whiskey liquor up and down, like uh, like repeatedly, and then also vary in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going back. Lapping speed, all of it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, <that's great. laughs> all right, let's get into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. First up, Neon Vacation will be joining us as another featured guest at the 360 Vegas family meet and greet, which will be at Ellis Island during the 360 Vegas Vacation 8. Now, as a reminder for Patreon subscribers, you do have exclusive access to RSVP events two weeks ahead of schedule before it gets offered to the general public. And actually, at this point now, there's really one week week. left. But, uh, you know, Mark, this might be a good chance for you to plug why it's so valuable to be a Patreon subscriber. People are already signing up and filling up the, uh, the slots at the... At the bourbon tasting. Yeah, we're about halfway done <laughs> with that one. Wow. And yeah. The, yeah, the limo's rolling, rolling along. But um, 
Ayo. Yeah, I, I always... <laughs> <laughs> when we went to Patreon, it really meant a lot to me to make sure that I was providing value, and that's why all the vintage stuff is there, all the POV stuff is there. You get early access to shit like this. I, I hope that we're able to even expand it even further to, to offer more things, but... I wanted to make sure that whatever it is that we offered is something that I would have wanted. Not uh, like I've seen things that I'm like, who the fuck wants that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll mention you on the show. Who fucking cares? <laughs> Some people just want their five seconds. Exactly. Of they, they like hearing their names. So. I guess. But and, well, and, and I'm not saying that, that people don't value that. I'm not saying that. But I tried to look at it like, what would I want? And even if people are like, no, 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 we would totally do that for this. Like, I'm, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that for you. No. <laughs> Vital Vegas is reporting that MGM resorts are updating their hotel elevators to only allow guest access to the floor their room is on. The room key will be required to determine what floor a guest has access to. Funny little tag. And I just have to add this because I thought it was hilarious. Mm. One of the other po- posts that Vital Vegas did said it's already having an impact on the economy because the girls to your room, uh, girls could not just hop on an elevator to go up because they didn't have the, the key <laughs> or the right floor or whatever. And then his follow-up post was, oh, no, wait, never mind. The really good ones have a deal with uh, hotel management, so they have room keys that will just get them anywhere. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was funny. Yeah. Italy is once again offering a locals discount of 20%, however, only through the end of February. Get your shit together, man. What a fucking <laughs> shit show. We're gonna, going to You got on. it. You don't got I it. We'll take it away. We're keeping it. Literally, this is the third time that it's been offered. Offered right from the jump. Then they kept telling us, no, 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 you're not going to get it. Okay, yeah, we're giving it to you. No, you're definitely not getting it. Okay, you can have it. For a little while. <sighs> Whatever, just offered or don't. <laughs> Rock and rice pudding. Is that really pudding? It is pudding. Did you for- okay. No, no, it is pudding. <laughs> pudding. And, and New York pizza in the Hawaiian market down by MGM is now closed. <laughs> I remember when we first announced this was opening. Those don't go together. No, they don't. Rock and rice pudding. Pudding. And New York pizza. Like, what? What, what? Why? I don't know what it is about pudding, but that word just <laughs> makes me want to laugh. It just makes me chuckle. Nice. Pudding. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's me. Hazel Coffee and Cocktails has opened at Mandalay Bay in the space formerly home to the Orchid Lounge. It's located right off the main elevator bank by the check-in desk. Sorry. And the name doesn't bury the lead. And what Mark just said, the name doesn't bury the lead. <laughs> This is a shit show. (laughs) (laughs) During the day, it will serve coffee and pastries, and at night, it will serve craft cocktails. (laughs) Craft cocktails. (laughs) Crap overpriced cocktails. Whoa, whoa. That's awesome. All right, well, that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, 
schism? Yeah, you yeah. got it. You got it. <laughs> I, as soon as I saw this, tribute. and I was like, Tony's got to read it. He's not going to know what it is. The minute I saw it this afternoon, too, I'm like, you jackass. It wasn't man. intentional. I, I swear <laughs> there's so many things I don't intentionally do. <laughs> it's a tribute to Tool, and they're performing at the House of Blues Friday, February 22nd. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at $10. I'll tell you what, now that we live here, we need to take advantage of some of that shit. There are a lot of bands that I would fucking see the tribute bands for. Yeah. Yeah, especially fucking $7 or no, was it 10 bucks? Starting at 10. I mean, Tool isn't one of them that I would run to go see. Oh, good. But there are, there are, I like a couple of their songs. I just don't know. Right, yeah, I I wouldn't want to to see them live. But um, yeah, there are, there are bands I would want to see live. This one might have been better for Tony to read. Duran Duran is performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan Friday and Saturday, February 22nd and 23rd. Show starts at 7 p.m. and tickets start at $49. I'd see a Duran Duran tribute band. That's actually Duran Duran, though. No, I, I know that's actually Duran Duran, but I'm saying I would <laughs> go see. We'd go to the concert and be like, wow, you guys are so good for right. tribute bands. Jesus, you are dead on. <laughs> Smokey Robinson is performing at Encore Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, February 27th, March 1st, and 2nd. Show started at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $60. You know what's funny? I can't immediately think of a Smokey Robinson song, but I always think of when Smokey sings. That's <laughs> the first thing that pops I in my head. Violence. I know just tears of a clown, right? That's it. That's all, that's all that pops in my head. And then I start thinking of Lionel Richie songs. <laughs> No. Sorry, Smokey Robinson. People. Sorry, Two Smokey. People. <laughs> Bob Seeger is performing at the MGM Grand Saturday, March 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $99. God damn, go Bob I know. Seeger. It's amazing he can the money he can pull in. Good for him. Jen and I were at a uh, a hotel in Grand Rapids and his he and his band were staying there. They had a, they they did a concert that night and uh, I mean, we were at the bar at the top of the um, Amway Grand and the people that were just flocking in to, because one of the band members was there and I mean the whole place was just nothing but um, uh, roadies and um, who are the people that, uh, not roadies but um, the f- big fans what do you call those people? They're Big uh, fans? Fanboys? Mm-hmm. Uh, sure that was a terrible story <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait like groupies? Thank you. Yes, oh, okay. okay. That's what it was. That's awesome. Good for them. <laughs> Muse is performing at Mandalay Bay on Saturday, March 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $49. Jimmy Eat World is performing at the Pearl at Palms Friday, August 2nd. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $51. I think we might be I'm going to that. Thinking, I was going to say we're, we're going to go to that one, right? Yeah, we might be going to that. Although I would have liked... See, I would have liked to have seen them in Brooklyn Bowl because it's smaller. Yeah. But they have seats in at the Pearl of Palms. I am up for seats. Yeah. Yeah, now, 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 that I ju- now that I just made that connection, I'm like, yeah, we're definitely going to go see them. Although <laughs> Third Eye Blind's opening for them, and I'm not really a fan. Well, they're not bad. I mean, but well, as long as you have seats, you skip the opening yeah, act and you go up, in for I'll when the, the band yeah. shows up. Bruno Mars is performing an 11-show short-term residency at the Park MGM Theater starting on April 29th through May 4th, and then again September 3rd through the 13th. Shows will start at 9 p.m., and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. We have to go see a show there, because I've never been inside of it, the theater there at Park MGM, so we need to figure out a way to 
get in there and see that. I wish, uh, like, once this issue has resolved itself, this medical issue of mine, I, I am willing to drop Buckage to go see fucking Gaga. Gaga. Yeah. I'm willing to just be like, fuck it, we're going to go see her. But which one? Oh, you got to see the, you over, have the to over the see top one the first. Yeah. One. yeah, come on. <laughs> Alanis Morissette is performing at the Pearl at Palms Friday and Saturday, April 26th and 27th. Shows start at 9 p.m. and tickets start at an undisclosed amount. Hmm, that's ironic, don't you think? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Look at him. Look at this guy. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> well, don't forget that you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists that we report on on our coming attractions calendar on the blog. Let's check the river. All right, so we've got a 360 FHE. It's uh, your opportunity to go out and explore the ever-changing landscape of Las Vegas and share that experience with us, the listeners. This week, you guys went out and explored Italy at Park MGM. Why don't you tell us about that? The traffic pattern needs improved right off the bat. <laughs> it drives. So this is my rant on So the first time we talked about this, this was Karen's experience with Italy. Yeah. I have gone since then and experienced and I want to give you my 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 skew on it. Well, you've been a couple times. I have been a couple times. The The traffic pattern needs improved dramatically. They have seating that seems to be, and it's bolted fucking down, yeah, that it doesn't seems move. to be... Well, in, the tables. The yeah, the tables. Yeah. Intentionally in the way of people. Like, we were at one of these side tables, and people just kept bumping into our table. You know, you're eating, and they're standing, and they're, like, right next to you as if they knew you. Like it's, I mean, now granted, that's not all the tables. There's like what, six of them like that. It's right just, in the center. And the problem is, is, it, more than is that. it forces two really fucked up bottlenecks. It doesn't make sense. You know, especially when you, this is the entrance to your casino. Perhaps you should allow people to be able to walk. But it is possible that this is just so crazy bad that, or crazy busy right now, that that's why it looks so bad. And once things will calm down, it'll be It's fine. still new and shiny. Yeah. The website doesn't have any information about menus or a map of the layout, so we have posted them on the blog. I imagine that's probably because the menus are going to change that's often. That's going to be my guess, yeah. So that's what I figured. Um, I, but you'd think they'd have like an app or something. Like that would be um, something. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, I, you could easily update something like that, but whatever. They, they have paper. <laughs> I, in all honesty. Because they want you to return. <laughs> yeah, right. In all honesty, Italy is it's just not for me. It's like a food court. But it's limited to Italian food. And I'm Italian, and I don't want to only eat Italian food, even if it's prepared exactly the way I want it. I will say, though, I really got a kick. This is the first time I've ever had, or that I can recall, that I ever had fresh-made pasta. And I, you could taste the difference. It was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I really liked that. I like the experience of you being able to get that fresh pasta and bringing it home. Yes. Um, I just got to learn how to make the sauce that they put it in because it was so good. But it's... The pizza's overpriced, and it isn't as good as Secret Pizza or Pizza Rock. I can get a better variety of meats and cheeses at the local fucking grocery store, and their sandwiches are more bread than anything else. But, again, it's not a concept that was ever going to be for me from, from the jump. So, as a counterpoint, Karen... Again, re reiterate your stance on Italy. <laughs> I do think it, it's overpriced, and that's not just because of the discount, but um, the locals' discount. But no, it, it's it, it's not cheap. 
It's definitely not cheap food. They do have it set up. It's almost like it's designed more as a grab-and-go or take-and-go because you can't grab it. you got to wait for the food to come up. Right. But they do have to-go boxes there, so it's almost like, okay, you're drunk and need some food. You can take this up to your room kind yeah, of a thing yeah. you can do it that way. I do think that this, the traffic flow and whether you're waiting in line to order food, finding a place to wait to get your food, or if you're passing through it, is it's definitely congested. Yeah. But how's, I, how's the wine offerings? And those little side snacks. It seems like some of the little side snacks were the things that oh, were your yeah, favorite the, stuff. Oh, yeah, the street food that they had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the little... Explain that shit. So it's one of the stations, and so they, they have, like, street food that's not necessarily on one of the menus that we posted. So and they Like, come, you have to go up and figure out what the fuck they have that day. Yeah. And they come in, like, these little paper cones. So oh, that's So right. one of them was, like, a, a various fried seafood. So there was fish and shrimp and clams and... I think um, they had a cheese one before. Uh, yeah, but that so there was like a, a mixed, a mixed seafood, yeah, yeah. deep fried thing. They had like two different little um, fried risotto balls. One of them yeah, had yeah, yeah. like mozzarella stuffed in the middle. Um, they just have like little things like that that isn't on a menu. You have to kind of walk up and see what they've got. Right, Which and I so that was, was really good. Clever, yeah, yeah. But how's the wine offerings? You know, I've only had um, one glass of wine there, so each. Each of the food stations, the six food stations, has, like, one red wine, one white wine, and a beer that they offer. So you can go up and get one of those when you're going. So I've only had one glass of wine there. They do have, I think, three full bars that have a broader selection. Um, But then I've gotten, I mean, I've had the cocktails there that were, were good. Uh, And then they also have some hard ciders, which I like. So, I mean, the wine wasn't... Stellar. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It was, yeah. it was good. It was decent. It was overpriced. Of course. But it was good. I mean, it's kind of a. It would be a cool place to hang out if they actually had room to hang out. Oh, that, that's a really great way to put it. That is a really great way to put it. Although, like, like the, the, like I said, the, the food, it's, it, I think it leads a lot to be desired. I still want to try because they have like the fishmonger. I know where you can get. You know, fish a whole fish cooked a couple different ways, which I think sounds like fun, and I'd yeah. like to give that a try. You can also get also... classes there, supposedly. Supposedly, I, that's I an haven't thing. seen anything for classes. I've seen tastings for wine and stuff, but I haven't seen classes. They're I'll supposed have to, to be. keep an eye out for that. Yeah. And they have a, a whole butcher section where you could actually, you know, pick a cut of meat and they'll cook it for you one of a couple different ways, or you can wrap it up and take it home. And we haven't tried that yet yeah. either. So there's still a couple things there that I want to try and check out, but doing it on a weekend when there is a Knights game, a Gaga concert, and a fight at MGM <laughs> is not the time you want to go. Don't recommend it. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a little busy. Right. <laughs> All right. Well, what about the Cafe Hollywood at Planet Hollywood? Okay. So Planet Dailies, which used to be at Planet Hollywood, was one of our favorite places to eat. We absolutely loved it. We raved about it. It's been part of a 360 Vegas vacation. That got flooded in July of 2017, and they closed it for renovations, and when they reopened it, they reopened it as Cafe Hollywood, which is gross. It's, 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 Wait, no, hold on. The, the look of it we don't like. That's what you mean. The look of it's yeah. gross. Well, and really, okay. like, what they really wanted to do was add a, add a bar to it. and Which they did, right they in the middle. Took the advantage, uh, they, they, they took that and lost their fucking minds with it. Like, now it's... Like the the walls are are just 
packed with framed pictures of autographs. Like, like it's like a hard rock, but like if if you took all the hard rock memorabilia and you put it in your room as a kid, you know, like when you had like posters and shit that just covered every fucking wall, like at no inch whatsoever. Like, so it's that. And then the neon they have, uh, like I don't like I love neon, and I somehow think they found the one obnoxious color of, of neon that exists in this world, but. It's completely lost the cool vibe that it had. And some of our favorite dishes are now gone. The celebrity news and the blooper videos have been replaced by these framed pictures of celebrities, like I was saying. And really, like, so they used to have creme brulee dipped French toast. Gone. (laughs) What was your favorite thing? Oh, they also had bananas foster waffles. Yeah. Gone. Gone. What was your favorite thing? Mine was the uh, filet Benedict. So it was a little like an eggs Benedict, but it had filet on it. Yeah, Yeah, that's gone. Gone. The Locomoco is still there, which is the reason I went, but that's basically the only thing that they still had that was of my favorites there. Yeah. Yeah, for breakfast. And then they still had your corned beef hash, right? Yeah, they still had the corned beef hash. But that, that was it. I just, I'm remarkably disappointed in Cafe Hollywood. That well, that being said, keep that Moco Loco because I fucking love that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I I don't recall the space as being the, the old Planet Hot or Planet Daily space as being as, as cool and fun ambiance as you did. I always thought it felt a little cafeteria. I don't like the new version either. I think it's gaudy and just annoying. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't cool like some of Cosmopolitan spaces are cool. It was like that's pretty neat. I like this. Yeah, I, I didn't have that same opinion, but I love the food. It's cool, like Planet Hollywood's interior casino is cool. So anyway, say I, it's cool. I still, no, no, no. We'll get you some version nope. of cool. We'll say it. Nope. So I love the food before. I'm disappointed at what they took off the menu. Although what we had was still really good. Um, still took forever. The, stir- to the get. service yeah. still sucks. Uh, yeah, still that's terrible. Too bad. Yeah. I do remember that being one of the biggest yep. downsides to that place. I mean, they're honestly, the table next to us sat down after us, ordered after us, and got their food first, <laughs> right. which I'm just oh, like... That's so unacceptable. We did a, a hash and a loco moco. Like, how long does this take to assemble? I don't understand. Know, right. So, but, but anyway. Now I desperately want a loco moco again, though. <laughs> <laughs> which means we're going to keep going I back. I fucking love it so much. I love it so... Basically, if you just put gravy over something, you're, you're going to get me, unless... Unless it has like like hey hey is that an onion? Well, gravy and an, and an egg, right? Doesn't have a. Oh fried yeah, that makes egg it even better. Yeah. yeah, gravy, egg, fucking uh, rice and a hamburger patty. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's so great. Oh, so great. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, we've got some listener feedback. Karen, do you want to read this email from uh, John Rathbone? Sure. John wrote in and he said, "Hi, I found your pod- podcast while researching for an upcoming trip to Vegas, May fifth through tenth." I started listening to the newest episode and liked it so much I started going back in your episodes. I have now been like 16 episodes back and have learned so much about Vegas. As you know, it changes so much so fast. Keep up the great work and I will be listening every week waiting on my trip and most likely after my trip. Yay, he's hooked. (laughs) Almost forgot. This is my third trip to Vegas. My last one was in 2011 before my daughter was born, so I know a lot has changed. I found out quickly about the resort fees, and I am with you that they should be banned. Thank you for providing this information for everyone to enjoy. John R. 
I think that's very nice of John to write in. Yeah. His third trip to Vegas, and it, it has been since 2011 when his daughter was born. So not only do we know that he has a seven-year-old daughter, but he's <laughs> missed out on the link. Yeah. And he's, you know, like, it's kind of fun just to think of yeah. some of the things that are going to be brand new to him. It's to crazy that resort fees are brand new to him. I know. That's it's sad. Oh, sucks. Yeah. But, we uh, too remember a day when, when <laughs> I was your age, I didn't have to pay resort fees. Right? Yeah. Get off my lawn. Yeah. It's just called the hotel room fee. Right. Ooh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. 2011, Fremont's now a place that you can hang out on. That's true. You can you could go beyond the canopy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pizza Rock, Nacho Daddy, um, fucking Seeker, Picasso, Paulton in general. Yeah. Um, right. There's some good stuff for him to check out yeah, there. It's gonna be fun. I told him. I said, reach out to us when you get here. Uh, like I, we love meeting yeah. listeners. It'd be it'd be really cool. And, uh, Which we should say. I know this isn't in it, but we had a chance to meet um, two listeners from Minnesota. Yes. Mike and Lene were yeah. out uh, last week, and we had a chance to go meet up with them and have a drink and grab and, a bite and to eat. Mike admitted it is because Mike reached out to us. He had never attended a Vegas vacation. I've never met him before. Yeah. And he's like, I, I know you say on the show that you people should reach <laughs> out to you. This feels really weird to ask someone <laughs> that I don't know to be like, hey, I'm going to Vegas. You want to come hang out with me? <laughs> but I was like, no, do that shit. Because we ended up hanging out with him, and they are fucking awesome. Oh, they were a blast. So I was like, this is why. This is why. And Mark Mark found a twin in some ways because, um, and I'll share this, I won't share this story, but uh, Mike is apparently Captain Oblivious, and we discovered that Mark is Captain Oblivious, too. <laughs> so, you know, they, they had some kinship there. But yeah, they're really cool, and it was great to meet them and hang out. And um, They would love to come to a Vegas vacation, but he, you know, yes. works with school administration, and yeah. Memorial Day and Labor Day just doesn't work out for them. Sure. So. But he's a big craps guy, and I'm like, dude, dude. I know. 20 people you know at a craps table. You <laughs> love craps? Wait till you fucking try that. I know. Yeah. He was like, ah, oh, it's killing me. But yeah, so they were they were great. It was awesome to meet them and hang out with them. Agreed. By the way, where did you guys hang out? Uh, so we met at the Speakeasy at the Mom Museum, yep. and nice. then uh, just went to um, well, we went to Banger, Banger for a yep. little bit, and then went to Pizza Rock for dinner. So cool. Yeah, the oh. all great places. Yes. To, oh yeah. To hang out. So oh, that's cool. Nice. Well, listen, I think that's probably going to do it then for episode number two hundred ninety-one. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our show at patreon.com slash 360vegas. Support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates like amazon.com, earthlimo, or just make a PayPal donation. And you can buy merchandise from our store. That's zazzle.com slash 360vegas. Or... Help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, much like what uh, John Rathbone did, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, we have instructions on how you can do that as well on the blog's main page. Tony, where can folks find you? I am at 360vegastony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. He just told you where you can find me, so until next time. Yeah.